Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission. To help you focus on Christ. Amen. So here we are. We're all part of this great big crazy universe. Um, and we all want to know why. Why? Yeah, I mean, there's an implication. There has to be a point, right? There's a point. There's a point. I, I think even the most stubborn skeptics and cynics have doubts about the plausibility that something that appears to be here by design doesn't have a designer. I mean, I, I would struggle with that. Um, so if we're here by design, and then our designer, our creator, must have created us with intent, right? With a some purpose. kind of purpose. Yeah. Um, he created us for a reason, and that is reason enough to want to know him and to know him better. I thought my purpose was to make people laugh and tell jokes, but nobody liked my jokes and said they were corny, so I had to find another purpose. <laughs> I, I, I get the same stuff, you know. It's like, but but and Jack and I both have graduated. Jack's graduated a long time ago yeah. <laughs> from dad jokes to grandpa jokes. Yes, uh, the other so. day I um, was with my grandsons, three of them, and. Um, one of them said, tell us a joke. And I and the other one said, oh, we've heard all of his jokes. <laughs> and I say, I haven't begun to tell you all my jokes. So he said, tell me a joke. So I started telling jokes to my grandson, okay? And it was just joke after joke. And he wasn't laughing. I was having to explain half of them to him. And uh, it, was, it was hilarious. So anyway, That's hopefully he'll grow up just like his grandpa and tell jokes. So. Later on. What's the point, though? What's okay, the so point? What's the I'm point? off the point. No, but you know, part part of the deal with asking your grandpa to tell jokes um, is just getting to know him better. Yeah. You know, uh, and um, so we want to know God better. And how do we do that? Where do we start? Um, well, we start at the beginning, right? Um, and, you know, we can keep spinning these thoughts for a long time. But let's just say that for us, we've been seeking God and seeking the truth. Well, the two of us were over a century, you know. Add it up. Yeah, you know, it's got a hundred years. Yeah, you know? I uh, I I believe that uh, our purpose is to to know Christ, to know God. I think that we were created for His pleasure, to glorify and to honor Him. And uh, I heard a long time ago a, a sermon on uh, Romans fourteen. Uh, Romans fourteen is begins by talking about Old Testament uh, special days and special feasts and food. And then he, he says, uh, for this reason, Christ died and rose again. For what reason? That he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. And then the preacher said, and we're all in one of those two categories. <laughs> You're either dead or you're alive. That means that for everybody, the point is that Christ would be the Lord. Yeah. And why is that? Well, because he says that one day every knee will bow to God and every tongue will confess that Christ is Lord. And I think I would start there. Yeah. I would start that if Christ is not your Lord, then you need to get started. And yeah. that's where you kind of start. And then begin to find your purpose and begin to find yeah. out, you know, how you're going to do this thing. Well, and it's not just about us wanting to know him better. It's also about him wanting to have know fellowship. us, yeah. wanting to have yeah. a fellowship yeah. with us. 
And as such, um, he's given us his word. And I think one of the stumbling blocks for folks is uh, it's like there's this intimidation about getting into the, the Bible or God's word. And we, you know, we think that's the preacher's job or, you, you know, that's too much. You know how to do it. So, so Jack, um, you told me a story about this fellow that said, I don't know how to study the Bible. I, I, I don't even know where to begin. What do I do? How do I study this? Because I don't know how to interpret it. What does it mean? It was even, to me, more shocking than that. He came into my office, and uh, he, he was having some issues in life. He wants some counseling. And so being me, I didn't address what he was coming in to talk about. I asked him how he was doing with his daily quiet time. And he said, I don't have a daily quiet time. I said, you don't. I said, when do you read the Bible? He said, I don't read the Bible. I said, you don't read the Bible. Why don't you read the Bible? And he said, I don't understand it. I said, you don't understand it. How can you possibly not understand the Bible? How many sermons have you heard? How many Bible studies have you sat through? You've been a Christian. You've been in church every week for how many years? How can people not understand the Bible? So I decided to start very, very simply, and it developed into this amazing moment and a, an amazing change in his life. What I did was I started in John 1. Does anybody know John 1? In the beginning, or in, yeah, 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 in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So I told him, I said, read this real slow. And so he said, in the beginning was the Word. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said, really slow. And so he said, in the beginning, no, slow. He says, in the beginning. I said, no, read it really slow. (laughs) And he's going, in the beginning. I said, no, slow. He said, what are you getting at? I said, well, here's what I want to do. Let's do this. In the beginning. John, what's the beginning? It's a start. It's where it all begins. It all begins. Well, can can we frame it? What is the beginning? He said... Once they sing the national anthem. Yeah, there you go. Now we start the... He said um, creation. I said, well, that wasn't probably the beginning because somebody was there to do the creation. So the beginning was before that. And so we kind of talked about that for a while. And then we decided that we don't know when the beginning was. Right. There was a beginning, I guess, in some sense. But we we weren't there. We weren't there. No one was there in the beginning. (laughs) And uh, so I, he said, wow, in the beginning. I said, well, someone was there in the beginning. Let's read the next phrase. He said, was the word? I asked him a simple question. What's a word? Don't get spiritual on me. Just tell me, John, what's a word? Well, it's a thing you used to communicate. There you go. Yeah. We, that's what a podcast is. We're using yeah. words to communicate an idea, a thought, what's in our minds, hopefully what's in the mind of God. That's what he did. He used the word to communicate to mankind because the next phrase says, and the word was with God. What in the world does that mean? They were together. They were together, the word. Then we get another clue in the next phrase. He was in the beginning with God. We get a pronoun there, he. So I said, so the word is what? He said, a person. I said, Yeah, you got it. The word was a person. Now, believe it or not, this guy still hadn't kind of connected the dots. Most of you have to say that that was Jesus. He hadn't done this yet. So I just kept going. And basically, the 
first chapter of John is, you know, and he, he, he was a part of creation. He was life and light. And he brought this light into the world. And then he talks about John the Baptist, who is the predecessor to Christ, who was just a voice crying in the wilderness to prepare the way for the Messiah. And then his people didn't know him. But those who believe you become the children of God. And we were going through all this stuff. And then we got to verse 14. Most people know John 1.14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And he looked at me with tears streaming down his cheeks. And he said, Jesus. And I went, yes, the word was Jesus. He was in the beginning with God. He was a part of creation. And he became flesh and dwelt among us. And he looked at me. I'll never forget his words. He said, you just taught me something about Christ I didn't know. I said, I didn't teach you anything. All I did was ask you questions. The word became real in your heart and it was revealed to you by God, the spirit about Jesus Christ. And he just cried and cried. And I said, I'll tell you what. I said, you get into the word, slow down and pray that God would speak to you and just study it and come to me every week on Sunday and tell me what God taught you that week in the Word. He, he was, began to do that. And you know what happened? The original problem he came for in the Catholic yeah. God took care of it. Yeah. And we never talked about it. Yeah. It was just him getting into the Word. I think that's the beginning of, of understanding the Word is to study it to show yourself approved. Get into the Bible and read it. Stop making excuses. God's love yeah. letter to you. Slow down. Slow down. You don't have to read a chapter. You don't have to read a paragraph. You don't even have to read a sentence. Maybe it's just a word that God speaks to you through. I'll tell you what. um, One of the things that that hits me when we're talking about this stuff, Jack, is this little device right here. Um, These are great tools and great distractions. Mm. Um, And I had... I had honestly let social media become, you know, a bit of a problem in so far as just spending too much time on it, being distracted by it. And, um, you know, I got a little disgusted with myself and with social media and some of the things out there, you know. But so I took a, well, just call it a, a, like a 40 day fast, let's say, and I didn't get off of it completely. But what I did is, when I pick up my phone, like one of my habits is I wake up in the morning. I don't want to get out of bed right then. I need my brain to just kind of liven up a little bit um, before. Did it liven up today? You know, it did. It did. <laughs> and and this helps. I'm hope, For those who are listening, I'm there? holding up my coffee, <laughs> coffee. cup. Yeah, it's, this is coffee. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's great. Mm. I think if Jesus were with the woman at the well today, it it would be the woman at Starbucks. (laughs) And he'd say, hey, I've got a bottomless coffee cup. Um, Anyway, off topic. Sorry. Um, But no, what I so what I started doing is instead of uh, following that little, you know, automatic, I'm going to click on Facebook or whatever. um, 
I actually moved the little icon to a different page, <laughs> and I put um, my little the Bible app. Bible. I, I use Bible Gateway. You know, there's lots of different apps, but I just click on uh, that Bible app. Um, and I just started reading through the Bible. And it's like, Amen. okay, I'm going to use that time that I was honestly wasting scrolling past kitten videos and, <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, some of them are good. I'm birding in Indiana. I'm a big fan of that stuff. But, um, yeah, I just quit the scrolling and started reading the scroll. <laughs> I mean, not the scroll, obviously, but... Um, and that's that's a good place to start. Um, what are some other ideas, Jack, for how to help people dive into Bible study? Well, I think one of the things is, is do word studies. I love to do word studies in the Bible. It's really fun. Uh, I started this when I was like a teenager because uh, that was when I discovered the Thompson Word Chain Bible. Yeah, the Thompson Chain, chain Reference. Chain Reference Bible, yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, I haven't had one for a while, but when I was a kid, and, and what it did was it, it, it would refer you to the next scripture that you would read. So you could start like a word study, let's say joy, and almost study everything that the Bible says about joy. Pretty much. I mean, that, and yeah. you learn so much about that. Uh, then later on in life, I realized, you know, it's that's good, and it, that's one thing to know everything about joy, but you still have to have joy. Absolutely. And sometimes we can get into that trap where we know everything about Jesus in the Bible. But the point is that we might know him uh, through his word. So do word studies. And the next thing is, and this is really when I started to learn and to grow in my Christian life was when I began to teach. Uh, you know, I do my own study. And then uh, I was thrown into the church ministry, and I was standing there in front of like 80 people on a Wednesday night Bible study, and I had to come up with something to teach. So when I studied it and then taught it, then it got into my heart and into my mind. I know my friend Mike Bridgewater that's helping us with this podcast uh, has been, been doing uh, devotions, and I would probably uh, be pretty assured, and I haven't asked him this, I will, um, that he probably has learned more about the scripture Amen. and knows more since he began to teach it. So you say, I can't teach it. I don't have anybody to teach it to. Yes, you do. Your wife, your husband, your kids, your friend, your cat. Uh, your cat. I mean, in a very normal, natural way, tell somebody, talk about what God showed you in the scripture that morning. When I started to do that, when I slow down and ask God to speak to me through his word, do word studies and phrase studies from the scripture, reference it, learn what it says. And then when I began to teach what I learned, I began to really comprehend a lot more of what the word was about, what the scripture said. Well, and I think part of the power behind that too, Jack, is, you know, when you're teaching, um, it, it, it creates a burden of responsibility mm. and uh, an accountability because it's like, okay, I don't want to screw this up. Um, so, I'm not going to be flippant about it. I'm not going to be reckless. I'm going to really dive into it. Um, and I'm also not going to be overly confident about it um, because I don't have the answers, but that book does. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, we, we're all searching for the answers. And, uh, you know, the Bible is the solid place to go for those answers. Um, and that's, that's a whole separate 
podcast series to talk about that. Um, and there's plenty of them out there. Um, but yeah, let's suffice it to say that that's our, our foundation of the place to go. Um, I would suggest also that one of the most overlooked approaches to studying the Bible is also one of the best and the most important. Um, and that is to pray and rely on the Holy Spirit to guide you. You know, when Jack's talking about John chapter 1, um, he says the Word was God, the Word was with God, you know, He was with God in the beginning. Um, God's speaking to us through His Word and His, uh, you know, through His Son Jesus, through the written Word, through the Bible. He's speaking to us, and He speaks to us through His Holy Spirit. And so, invite the Holy Spirit into your time of study, uh, into your time of prayer, into your time of wherever you are and whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and I, it, to me, I mean, you could be in the shower. You, you, and obviously, you're not reading the Bible probably in the shower. I guess, although this little phone waterproof, thing, it's waterproof. Phone. Yeah, I could do that. You know, <laughs> oh, the it's, it's steaming up. I can't see it. Um, in your car, you know, wherever it is, um, invite the Holy Spirit. He's there. You don't really have to invite him, but you need to, you know, get your brain engaged with that and know that he's there. That's important. Um, I'm just going to read um, a couple other verses, um, John 16, 13. But when he the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. Uh, He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, what he hears from God. um, And he will tell you what is yet to come. Uh, That's Jesus' words to his disciples, you know, and he's getting ready to leave. And it's like, these guys have been with him for three years, you know. I mean, that's their whole life. And then it's like, okay, what's going to happen next? And he's like, I'm not leaving you empty. I'm sending the Comforter, I'm sending the Holy Spirit, I'm sending myself in spirit to live in you and with you. Um, And then I'm going to read also Deuteronomy chapter 429. But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Uh, God promises to reveal himself to his people even after they've left him to follow other gods if they change their thinking and seek him. So invite him in. Uh, invite the Holy Spirit into your Bible study. Um, and I think that's that's pretty good. There's plenty of Bible study tools. Um, you know, Bible Gateway is a good one. There's literally BibleStudyTools.com. Um, explore that. Um, and then just explore your Bible. Don't be afraid of it. You know, something that uh, as we end this episode, um, I was thinking about when when the disciples came to Jesus and asked him, teach us to pray. I believe that Jesus said something that uh, these Jewish guys, these Israelite men uh, who looked at the uh, Yahweh, the uh, Jehovah God, the great God of the mountains, the El Shaddai, El Shaddai yeah. that he was uh, so amazingly majestic. But Jesus started the Lord's Prayer with two words that are just phenomenal. Think what it meant to these men when he said, here's how you pray. Say, our Father. And to think about the fact that when we seek God and when we find him, what he does is he brings us into his family and he makes us his child and he is our father. 
And uh, as a father myself and as a grandfather, I can't express the love that I have for my children and my grandchildren and how I want what's best for them. They don't always act the best, but I, I love them. And I think that's the key of Bible study. Seek him that you might find him. And when you find him and become his child and he becomes father to you, then uh, your Bible study will be rich and full and meaningful. And you'll look forward to it every morning, even during the day to just seek God. What does he say about this? What does the word say about this? And make it a personal walk in the presence of God through his son, Jesus Christ. It makes everything else seem so unimportant, too, which to me is part of why I wanted to do this uh, to begin with, because, man, this world's gotten really distracting for me, and I know for a lot of you, um, and we just need to retrain our focus on our Father. Um, He cares for us. He loves us. He's close to us. When things are great, He's close to us when we're broken hearted and um, sometimes he sometimes the attention of the father is on those who need it amen yeah amen well thank you for joining us again Uh, we love you guys we love to hear from you Um, you know like us on social media and share us with your friends if you would Um, it's not for us I mean we're not doing this for us Uh, we're doing this for you and so that we can have a purpose. Absolutely. Too. Well, you know, yeah, we have yeah. a purpose, though. We if do. we weren't doing this, we'd still have a purpose. Yeah. Right. But it's to help us focus on Christ. That's Amen. what this is about. Yeah. See you next time. Yeah. Look forward to it.